Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Today, I want you to open your mind. Open your mind to the possibility that one day we will make contact with an intelligent civilization in outer space. We have in our possession a flying saucer. It's being flown to higher headquarters. There is a lie being told to everyone. They're, they're extra-dimensional beings that... Another paranormal hour of the Veranormal Show for January 20th with your host, Vera Martinez. And Little Ninja. <laughs> On the phone, joining us from somewhere in the United States. And we are uh-huh. live from Austin, Texas. Well, I am live from Austin, Texas, powered by Block Talk Radio. The Veranormal Show can also be listening Listen to on demand at blogtalkradio.com slash veranormal, and you can also find us on iTunes. We have a very interesting show tonight, guys. We are talking oh, to yeah. someone who is basically at war against alien abductions. So if you have any comments or questions, don't be shy. Give us a call. The number is 818-532-9739. Again, the number is 818. 818-532-9739. <laughs> well, there you <laughs> have Can it. You Can you hear, hear me okay there, Vera? Yeah, you sound, you sound really good. Um, uh, yeah, tonight Marfa Man was not able to make it to the show. and He's got a, he's got a very good excuse. It's somebody <laughs> special's birthday. Let's give a shout out to Baby Snakes. Baby Snakes, happy birthday out there. I happy hope, birthday, uh, Courtney. I hope Marfa Man's treating you to a cake right now. I'm sure he is. Um, yeah, today we couldn't we could not convince him to get out of that one. Last Friday, yeah, it was he didn't want to come over because it was Friday thirteenth and we made him come over to the studio. But this we did. um yeah, today we can we can um, <laughs> you know, get out of that one. Wise bird is a wise birthday, right? Oh yeah, you can't get out of that. Well, tonight, tonight, little ninja, <laughs> it's a little different because for some people it will be a very serious topic, while for others it will be very much science fiction. So everyone out there, take it as you wish. But we, as a team here in the Ranormal Show do feel inclined to share all of this information with all of our listeners. And hopefully 
um, this info will help somebody out there. Anyway, stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. We have an awesome guest tonight. We need to take a little tiny quick break, but we'll be right back. Welcome back. If you just logged in, we are The Very Normal Show. If you want to check us out, please go to www.verynormal.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. Okay. So, we're ready to introduce our guest. Our guest for tonight has a bachelor's. Our guest for tonight. (laughs) They don't change behave. He has a bachelor's in political science, is a 36-year member of the United States Naval Institute, and was a lieutenant junior grade in the United States Coast Guard. He has over 30 years of experience in high technology and marketing and technical writing, but he's also known for being the creator of the the tough screen helmet. This helmet is designed to stop space aliens from abducting humans. Everyone, please welcome Mr. Michael Menken. Hi, how are you this evening? Good, good. How are you, sir? Uh, Hello, Mr. Menken. I'm I'm pretty good. It's it's my birthday, too, as well as your other person's birthday. So this is January 20th. Happy birthday. Thank you. Happy birthday. Thank you for joining us on your birthday. How old are you, sir? I am 69 today. Wow. Been... Oh, my gosh. Great. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. I still work full-time, by the way. I'm a nice. technical writer and... for the Federal Aviation Administration. Look at really? you. Very keeping, nice. Keeping busy. Um, you were mentioning earlier that you are located in Washington State. Is that correct? Right. I'm I'm in Bellevue, Washington, which is uh, maybe a kind of a high-tech center uh, the east side of Seattle is full of a lot of software companies and high-tech companies, and I work for many of them. Um, uh, the head, Microsoft headquarters is literally up the street from me, uh, and Amazon.com are he- is here, and Adobe is here, uh, uh, as well as uh, a lot of high-tech companies. Uh, wow. I work for uh, Fluke. Uh, I also work for Boeing Aerospace and Boeing Commercial Airplane Company. Um, Teltone, uh, several companies that went out of business like uh, MetaWave. I worked for AT&T. I did the maintenance manual for their air-to-ground uh, telephone systems that they developed in the in the mid '90s. Uh, and I also worked uh, in, on other documenting other AT&T wireless systems. So I've got a pretty extensive background in, in high tech here. Oh my gosh, that is a that is a nice list of uh, credentials. Yeah, that's, that is great. Yeah, the the material that I use for the the helmets is called Velostat, which is a carbonized plastic that conducts electricity. And uh, I was a technical writer for Panasonic Avionics and uh, did a lot of documentation for their in-flight entertainment systems. 
and interface with engineers and technicians in their main repair center every day. And I talked to them, and I I actually uh, uh, found people who were being abducted by aliens and made hats of different materials and sent these hats to people. And I did uh, get a material that worked. It's called Velostat. Uh, and I still make hats and send them to people all over the world for free. Oh, wow. So it is for free? I send the hats for free. I have a website that tells you how to make the hats because the hats take a long time to make, so I can't make a, a whole lot of hats. I also uh, work full-time. But, yeah, I don't sell anything. It's all nonprofit. And um, so you're doing this out of the kindness of your heart. That is no, I'm that is I'm awesome. doing this to stop the aliens. I'm not doing this out of the <laughs> kindness of my heart. Really? And it's turned out to be very dangerous. It's it's not funny. And in February of 2009, uh, alien human hybrids beat a 90 year old woman so severely that she died three days later. Oh my And we God. had that documented. That's the that's the grandmother of of one of the persons who has the helmet. Uh, uh, I I was shocked that the the aliens can get very nasty. Uh, I, uh, although it is safe to wear for most people, uh, they do hurt people who uh, uh, wear the helmet and then uh, stop wearing the helmet. I have several people who forgot to wear the helmet one night, and alien hybrids came and beat them in anger. So I know that the helmet works. Uh, the aliens also inflict pain on on some people who uh, keep wearing the helmet. I have uh, uh, one case of uh, the aliens uh, communicated to a person that if she didn't stop wearing the helmet, they would kill her dog. Um, and they uh, they did kill her dog. It it she took the dog to the vet, and the vet said the the spinal cord was cut internally, and he couldn't figure out how that happened. Um, they actually killed two of her dogs. Uh, the second dog oh uh, died by vomiting blood profusely. Uh, so they're real. They're real SOBs. They, they, and, and that's why I know that the hat works because the aliens react to it. They also harass children who wear the helmet. Uh, I had a, another case of a, of a, a mother and her uh, five-year-old daughter, and I made them both helmets. And the daughter was reluctant to to wear the helmet, and the aliens kept telling her that if her mother doesn't stop wearing the helmet, something awful will happen to them. Uh, and the aliens harassed the, the little girl so much that the mother stopped wearing the helmet, and then they they were both taken. Um, so they don't. The mother said clearly the aliens don't like the helmet. Uh, not only that, when she she was going to send them back to me, and she left them in open boxes, and they took both helmets. Uh, so far, the aliens have taken 12 helmets, uh, and I tell people now who get helmets that they have to be in a locked container because the aliens will not uh, uh, open anything that's locked. Uh, you have to understand that the telepathic creatures don't have locks. They don't need locks because they can read your mind. So if the hats are kept in a locked container and they're not being worn, then the aliens won't take them. But otherwise, uh, they'll go through the whole house looking for hats. Um, they'll even uh, go into closets looking for hats. Um, I, I had one case where uh, they took the first hat and then they didn't take the second hat because they got the idea that I would keep sending the, the person hats. 
but that's something else that I tell people now when I send them a hat that they've got to have a lock, locked cabinet before they start wearing the hat. That's that's incredible. Wow, it's difficult to to process all that. And, and um, first of all, when did you start making the helmets? Why year? Uh, I ago? started making them in 1998, and I got I got one out of Velostat in 1999. So okay. I've been making working hats since 1999, and I've been uh, uh, talking with people who have been wearing the, the hat for uh, now. It's uh, going to be 12 years. I have some mm-hmm. people who have worn the hat almost 24-7 for that time period. They're, they're how, so frightened and traumatized. How I, many helmets? How many helmets? Well, over 100. I mean, I don't. I haven't. I haven't. You know, uh, counted. I also make baseball caps and send baseball caps to people. Mm-hmm. I made hats uh, out of other materials and sent them to people. Uh, so I can I can stick Velostat in other hats. I even made a cowboy hat with Velostat in it. You know uh-huh. you don't need a leather hat, but the leather hat covers your whole head, and you can sleep well in it. So that's why I prefer the leather hats. I also make them out of cloth. I had uh, uh, people in Virginia make cloth patterns, and they took the velocity out of theirs and made them in cloth hats. And my wife makes cloth hats for people. Uh, but that's even more time-consuming to make. The advantage to the cloth hats is they're lighter and they're cooler. Uh, the leather hats get pretty hot with eight sheets of Velostat. That's The main drawback of the hat is you can't wear it when it's hot. Uh, I had a man in Iowa uh, who had an interesting account of how he learned that he was being taken and uh he got a helmet i think in the spring but he just could not wear it in the summer because it gets really hot in iowa so he was taken he's he's uh he's he's kind of given up the situation because uh it's so difficult to wear when it's hot uh so that is a problem with the hat wow mr macon this is this is very interesting i I want to know more about the technology. What goes into these? Well, Velostat, uh, uh, you know, the, hat, the hat's very simple. I, I have a website, stopabductions.com. It's a do-it-yourself, non-profit, public service website. It just has directions for making the hat, the tools you need, the materials you need. Uh, you just stick eight sheets of uh, Velostat which is a medium uh, with six thousandths of an inch material in a hat, and uh, it it works. And we we think it works because Velostat has unique conductive properties. Uh, it has a fair amount of impedance, and and we think it 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 uh, the aliens communicate by some kind of microwave energy. Now, I've had this indirectly verified. Uh, because I had some people say that they got a buzzing sound when they wore the hat, and when they made double grounds, two grounds, with insulated grounding wire and real grounding rods and grounded it out, the buzzing went away, which indicates that it it, uh, does indeed receive a signal, or you are receiving a signal, and the hat intercepts that signal. Now, I haven't been able to get anybody to test it. Uh, I did have one engineer... Boeing engineer looked at it, and he said that indicates it's some kind of a high-frequency signal if it works better with two grounds. I wrote to all of the electronics magazines in the country, uh, and the only thing that happened is one of the editors ridiculed me on his blog. 
but I couldn't get anybody interested in in further testing mm. the hat. Uh, I'm still open to testing the hat. On the website, I'm, I say that I'm looking for help in testing the hat. Um, if somebody wants to generate different uh, kinds of radio signals at you know, different frequencies, um, and you can test it and see what it does at the other end. Uh, now, I know that if you wrap it around a cell phone, the cell phone won't work. So Really? Does, yeah, yeah. It blocks that okay. signal. Yeah, it'll cut out. The and what about what about radio waves? Radio waves. And- uh, I'd like to have somebody to test it. I haven't tested it. I, well, I, I mean, I could get a, a very small radio or something and do that. I I haven't done that, um, but it's enough to know that that that's that's the process it does. Now, it's important uh, because it, it shows that these aliens who I'll talk about in a minute are not uh, mystical creatures, they're not supernatural creatures, they're not paranormal creatures. They're, they're real creatures that obey the physical laws, uh, 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 basic physics, and that's why they get angry when people wear the hat, uh, because they're subject mm-hmm. to those laws. So they're not supernatural, they're not, quote, sentient beings, unquote, they're not shapeshifters or anything like that, they're real critters. Uh, and and the, and the hat proves that, and and that's why I make the hat also because I hope to get some real evidence. I haven't been able to get the evidence yet because they're very clever at covering up their steps. But uh, I do have some indirect evidence. Uh, I've had children who wear the hat, and after wearing the hat for a while, they start drawing their experiences. And I had one mother send me over 150 drawings. And I decided to put them on a, a website, and I have a website called Aliens and Children, which just has those drawings. And it's got uh, it's got an interview with David Jacobs, and it has an article on post-abduction syndrome by a, written by a psychiatric nurse, um, and some other accounts of people who've been abducted. So it's, it's comprehensive. Uh, it, it was very difficult for me to write the site. I I find it. A very frightening site. I, I actually bill myself as the webmaster for the most frightening website in the world uh, because oh aliens God. are taking children and hurting children, and I think that's that's extremely frightening. Uh, and I think that children will eventually lead us uh, to the aliens and and reveal their activities. And it certainly is um, a very revealing website if you want to study the drawings. And I've had some some mothers of other children contact me with similar drawings, and I I might be putting similar drawings up. I've actually seen them, and there's a few of them that are very very scary, um, and it makes you wonder, you know, these poor children. I mean, what what they went through? What, why are they drawing these drawings? Some of them are very specific as well. Right, right. They're specific about the the medical things the aliens are doing to them. They're uh, they're doing something to the children uh, that hurt the children that that somehow influence them medically. It's my impression they're trying to make us more like them. Um, mm. The the other thing that Dave Jacobs shows is that the aliens have a, a breeding program where they're taking our genes and their genes and mixing them and creating other creatures which are called 
which I call hybrids, or uh, Bud Hopkins called them transgenic beings because the aliens were mixed. They're not really hybrids. But uh, the the website Aliens and Children is full of these drawings of these these uh, uh, human-looking creatures. And Dave Jacobs reports now that the the, the hybrids are look pretty human. You would have trouble telling them apart. Although Bud Hopkins says that um, there's still a lot of them are still bald and they they wear what we would call cheap wigs, cheap-looking wigs. Oh. Sunglasses. Uh, so, so, so your your theory is saying that these aliens are reading our minds or controlling us. Uh, I would say both. They have the capacity to influence people. Uh, Jacob says they can actually engage your your nerve system and implant uh, images in your mind uh, and and control you somehow by hypnosis. Uh, but they can also paralyze us to work on us. Now, they can't stop everybody. Some people are better fighters than other people, uh, and I found that out with a hat. Some people will fight very hard to stop them, uh, and others won't. So it depends on the person as well. Uh, but they do have the capacity to uh, to not only uh, control us or paralyze us, but to erase our short-term memory so our experiences only comes up in in dreams, and people who are abducted uh, have dreams of uh, of aliens. As a matter of fact, that's the one thing that convinced me it was for real. When I uh, some time ago I I met a woman and dated a woman uh, who talked about her grandmother's uh, constant dreams of space aliens. Oh. Uh, so so that that would be an excellent indicator that you're being abducted because you have the same dreams over and over again and they they surface in your in your subconscious and in your dreams even though the aliens can uh, uh erase your short-term memory now for children children are traumatized and i i had another page on my site from the uh, national center for trauma and loss in children where I showed that a lot of the trauma indicators are indicators of children who are abducted, but they threatened to sue me if I didn't take it down. So oh. I, I, I did. I did take that down. But uh, if if the child doesn't want to go to bed, if they're afraid to go to sleep, if they don't want to be in their uh, their room at night alone, um, those are all indications that the child is being abducted by aliens. And they start taking small children, and they take them people throughout their lives. Uh, they, in, in genetic studies here, they, uh, uh, they the aliens conduct some kind of g- genetic process where they take people in the family, and then they they take the parents, and, and the grandparents are also taken. So when, once they select a family, they keep at that same family and keep going with whatever genetic modification they do. So you're you're basically a target. For, for uh, well, you're a victim. I, I, you're not a target. You're, I, we don't know what criteria they use. Some people have conjectured different things, but uh, we haven't been able to determine a specific factor that uh, influences them to abduct certain people. Not not at this time. And they abduct people all over the world. It's not, it's. Uh, Although it's reported here 
more here and more in Australia. I mean, there are cases uh, everywhere, Yugoslavia, Poland, India. I, I've sent Velostat to people in Ecuador, Colombia, Brazil. Uh, my site, is uh, stopabductions.com, has been translated into both Portuguese and Italian for free by people. Um, and I'm open to other other translations if somebody wants to translate the site because it's a very important site. So it's happening everywhere, uh, but it's very hard for people to deal with it in this country as well, especially since psychologists don't don't want to accept what's going on. Um, but uh, the children are the best indicators. I think uh, if we look more, we'll find more drawings uh, uh, the children are doing not only here but but everywhere. Did you have you ever encountered any of these critters, as you call them? No, if I encountered them, I'd be dead. <laughs> I think they'd kill me. Uh, <laughs> no, I say I say at least uh, a couple of hundred miles away from from all the people I work with. I've never outside of the very first one. I've never met any abductee in person, and I try to make it so they're at least 200 miles away from me. These so you've never are. been, you never felt a threat or anything by aliens or? Uh, well, I mean, if they find me, I'm in, um, I'd be, I'm in a lot of trouble. I have a helmet right next to my bed and one in my car and one at work. Oh, okay. Uh, and, the same, and the same for my wife. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but uh, looking at it how these creatures function, if they can read somebody's mind to to this person who gets a hat, they get an email or a letter from me and I'm a voice on the phone, they have no idea where I live or what I look like. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I wanted I wanted to remain like that. Yeah, that's so, good. So that's that's what's going on right now. But they're very dangerous creatures. Uh they're very vindictive. Um and and uh they have a specific plan in mind, although I don't think they're doing a good job of it. Um, where do you think they're coming from? We don't know where these aliens are coming from. They uh, they try to keep their their operation secret. Uh, they don't want people to know what they're doing uh, because they're using us to create another uh, race and also because they... They they themselves are in a lot of trouble. Uh, what Dave Jacobs found is that um, through time, these creatures modify their, their genes so much that they made themselves sterile. They can't reproduce. Uh, so they're, they're staying alive in part, I think, by taking some things from us. I think uh, the, the animal mutilations are related to this because I think they're taking certain cellular parts from animals to keep themselves alive uh, because they're very old. Now, it's, it's, um, I, I did get some interesting information from uh, a woman abductee who was uh, being abducted by a female creature like this, um, and uh, this creature was bringing her to orgasm so it could take eggs from the woman. And I said, well, oh, you know, wow. well, the tele- telepathy is, is a... Uh, is a two-way street. Uh, it's it's got impressions from you and is communicating to you. And I said, well, what's your impression of it? And she said, it's a female, but it doesn't have any genitals. Uh, oh. 
Wow. Which tells us that that these creatures evidently modified themselves so much that they they made themselves sterile. So in a way, they're they're desperate creatures, uh, and that's why they're doing this out of desperation. They they've actually uh, exceeded their level of scientific competence. They they uh, they did something that they were they have been unable to correct, uh, and, and I think that they're doing the same thing with their hybridization program. Okay, um, we have well, a caller, so we're gonna sure. patch him through. Hello, okay. caller, um, you on the air? Hi, is that me? Yes, sir. Yeah, this is Michael Macon. Go ahead. Hi, I was just uh, listening. Uh, very interesting. I've had. UFO, paranormal, and near-death experiences. Do you want to share uh, any of your... Uh, The UFO was back in the 80s, the Hudson Valley sightings in New York, the triangular ships. Okay. Uh, And what happened? One one came right over me. I was working at Union Carbide's... uh, World Headquarters in Danbury, Connecticut, when I was going in to work as a contract security officer at about 11 at night, one came right over the, a little over treetop level over me, uh, and at the main gate, I called a guard out to see it, and uh, it was as big as a a football field. Yeah, they're pretty big. Really? Yeah. did Did you report it now? I didn't back then, but I'm really looking for people to investigate me because uh, I don't know if it was a result of that encounter, but I seem to have a heightened awareness and I've had all kinds of bizarre things that I've experienced since then. I actually uh, had sort of a telepathic message when I had somebody visit me who was a a a former federal bureaucrat who uh, had a consulting business and I eventually exposed him for fraud. I believe he was a CIA operative, and at the time he was engaged to the uh, daughter of Texas Congressman Jim Wright, who went on to become the Speaker of the House. And uh, I indirectly, this caused uh, Jim Wright eventually to resign the office of Speaker in shame. That's the third highest office in the country. And all this is documentable. The whole Wall Street Journal article that I had uh, was written up and came from uh, as a result of one short memo that I sent to the Wall Street Journal reporter that uh, caused the article, and the, I was interviewed by a bureau chief from the Fort Worth Star-Telegram who dogged Mr. Wright until eventually he resigned from office. And I also, in a, another business opportunity that went awry, I was falsely accused in a supposed assassination plot against President Reagan, the whole thing was a farce. I had the Secret Service come interview me, and um, when I answered all their questions to their satisfaction, I said, can you at least tell me what this is all about? And they said there was an unsigned letter received in the U.S. Embassy in London, England, mentioning my name and another person having accepted 500,000 pounds of British sterling from a Libyan strongman to assassinate President Reagan. That was before Gaddafi was in the news back then. And uh, 
That sounds had, crazy. Wow. Well, I had, it gets even better. <laughs> so, uh, well, you're, you're, you're a very, very well-known have anything to do with, with aliens from space. It's not, you know, it's uh, uh, they're they're not interested in politics. Well, whatever it is, I, I've had all kinds of uh, experiences, and I have spirituality that can be documented that runs through my life and all kinds of bizarre synchronicity. So uh, all I'm looking for is to have people begin to investigate me because at the same time I'm working on a very big mission and vision of bringing spirituality into global economics and combining it with unconditional love. Well, this this has nothing to do with that. I'm right. sorry, but it really doesn't. Yeah. Have well, you no, encountered? There's, there's no spirituality in alien abductions. Right. No, I, I have people. Very with, evil. I know who are, have implants that I interact with too. Well, how do you know if somebody has an implant? Well, it's all documented. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Janet Russell on Long Island. She's no. a psychic. It has and nothing to do with psychic phenomena. I have a I have yeah. a person who's abducted, and she's got. She's got MRI scans of an implant, and the doctors keep asking her if she's been shot because they can't remove it. It's in deep in her brain, and it has. This is strictly from from neurologists. It's not from anybody who has any kind of uh, pseudo power. It's medically documented, and I, and I've got I've got actually got uh, some scans of her. Uh, that a neurologist took who was very interested in her because he found this, but he found this by scanning her because she had an unusually shaped brain and she had a lot of headaches, uh, and that was it was done medically. It has nothing to do with any kind of psychic. Uh, as a matter of fact, I want to make it very clear that the thought screen helmet and the work I do have nothing to do with psychic phenomena. It's a real physical phenomena. That's why the helmet works. You can block it out, and it works better if it's grounded. Right, and you mentioned something really, really interesting. Hello, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Go ahead. Oh, okay, I just heard a weird, weird sound here. Um, anyway, something really interesting, which is all this medical data that is out there of patients that they're totally bizarre, like you mentioned. Well, the, the the best medical data, uh, not the best, but 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 uh, interesting medical data, is endometriosis and and women with unusual gynecological problems. Uh, Bud Hopkins even had a, a woman with a with a uterus missing, but I have two women with uh, very unusual uterine tumors. One woman had like an eight pound tumor that's as, as big as a baby removed. Yeah. Uh, and the doctor, the hospital will not release the records. We can't get them really? to send us the records or any images of what they found and removed. Right, because well, of the, these are real physical medical we, objects. Go ahead. Well, Vera, you you know that being being a nurse, nobody can release medical records. You have oh to no, that's off. well under HIPAA. Under HIPAA, you do have a right to see your own medical records. Right. Yeah. If the patient requests that, then yes, right. it can under, be released. You, you sign. You now sign a form. If if you've signed all the HIPAA forms, you have a right to see your own medical records. They can't. They can't withhold you, you that. Uh, I I believe. I mean, I could review HIPAA, but uh, I I believe that's part of the HIPAA Act is you have a right to see your own medical records. Yeah, your own. You do. Um, it's interesting. I I've known a case of a woman who. 
who was asked about her, um, uh, I wouldn't use any medical terms, basically they asked her when her, um, uh, I'm getting mind block here. She had some uh, medical procedure done and she never recalled having it. And they kept doing tests and tests and tests because they thought maybe the doctor and the, and the techs were making a mistake and the tests kept coming back the same. Um, so this is this is one of many cases where in hospitals this is being witnessed and yet nobody's talking about it. Right. They don't want to talk about it. It's... Uh, uh Raymond Fowler reports uh, uh, another kind of alien that was uh, abducted, uh, four men in the Allagash abductions, and they did some kind of experiment on his leg, and he had unusual growth. And uh, when it was removed in the hospital, it was uh, sent to the uh, uh, U.S. Army uh, Institute of Pathology. They've since changed their names. Uh, And he even found who signed the pathology report, but the hospital would not uh, tell them how they got instructions to do that. But this this must be more common than we think if the pathology departments of hospitals have orders to send unusual uh, growth uh, to the Institute of Pathology without the permission of the patient. Hmm. Um, have you... Aliens, go ahead. Have you heard any case, any cases like that where uh, that involve doctors or anybody in the medical field? Uh, I no, I haven't heard any cases like that. I did have three women who had a a plastic strip about three inches long, a quarter of an inch wide. It was synthetic. Uh, they woke up and it was in their vagina, and they took it out and threw it away, uh, which which indicates that somebody put it there. Uh, so uh, that indicates that they had some abduction experience where something was, was left in them. And I have another woman who had, uh, she passed a, a, a uh, an object, she said it was about the size of an egg. Uh, it wasn't really a miscarriage. It was this, uh, a, a kind of a clear-looking object that came out of her. And she she called her children to look at it, and then she flushed it down the toilet, unfortunately, uh, but if you're a woman listening and you've had experience like that, I think you've been abducted and you've you've got to make a helmet. Uh, so that's something that women should be aware of. Yeah, and if you find anything like that on the toilet, don't flush it. Yeah. That will be... I, I mean, it sounds crazy. I know a lot of our listeners are going, what in the world is people talking about? But I mean... You you obviously you're very passionate about protecting these people, these real people that are out there that are suffering right now because they're experiencing this, whether it's real or not for the rest of the you know the world. It is very real to them. Well, it's 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 uh, the, the, the I have a different attitude towards it. Uh, I have a tool that works, and if I keep using the tool, I'm I'm going to get real information. Uh, and real evidence. It's only a matter of time and how much time I can I can devote to making hats. So if it's real, it's going to be theirs. Uh, so far, the aliens have really have reacted to that, mm-hmm. and it's been a reality, and it has nothing to do with psychic phenomena. Right. Uh, so so I know that that's 
that it exists. Now, I think that other things exist as well, uh, and I think that there's a connection uh, between autism and alien abductions um, because the, the phenomena fits. We're finding that autism, uh, autistic children have uh, genetic defects, uh, and, and this work is coming out more and more. Uh, their facial features are slightly different. This was just released last year. They have more nerve cells in some areas of their brain. Their brains are larger. They have different connections in their brains. They have uh, uh, slightly different immune systems or, or a response to certain uh, 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 immune agents. They develop faster. They're, they're larger first. Uh, for all autistic children that they have uh, uh, autopsied, the, the bronchi, the, the lung connections in all autistic children are abnormal. Uh, so, so there is evidence that, that autistic children are, are genetically modified children, and it's, it's, uh, it's my um, observation that uh, autistic children are the, are the result of uh, aliens trying to make these uh, hybrid creatures because, in, in my case, the, the children who are making these drawings are also autistic children or were autistic children. Um, and and it, it makes sense in a lot of ways. Uh, the aliens really can't quite make the creatures they're trying to make it's really beyond their grasp, just as it was beyond their grasp to, to modify their genes. So they're creating uh, these creatures by trial and error methods, and they're modifying the genes of people by trial and error methods. That's why we get what we call an autism spectrum, because we, we have people who are very autistic, people with slight autism, people with different kinds of autistic problems, a whole range w which would come about by, by trial and error attempts to modify human genes. And, and that's why it's, it's been an epidemic. It's been explosive. We have such a large increase. It's now, I, I just went to the last talk about autism meeting, and they said it's now one in every 70 children is autistic, which is very frightening. Um, but Dave Jacobs and Bud Hopkins did a professional poll, and, and they found that, lo and behold, 2% of people they think have had some kind of experience, which is quite a lot. Um, so evidently the aliens are very good at covering up what they're doing, but they're not good at what they're actually trying to do, so they're making trial and error attempts to do it. And we're seeing this, I believe we're seeing this, as the epidemic of, uh, of autism and Asperger's disease. So we're really in a crisis from this. Uh, and and the, the indicator of this is the drawings that children make. And I think if we look more, we'll see more children and more autistic children drawing their experiences and talking about their experiences with being abducted. And that's, I, I'm, I'm sticking my neck out to get evidence, but I think the evidence is there. Okay, in your uh, personal uh, opinion, uh, where do you think they come from? Where do you have, think I they come from? I have no idea where these aliens are from. 
Do you I, think it's like people saying are they from another planet, another dimension? Even no, they're I, from another planet. They're from another planet because I've heard that they, they sometimes take people to their planet. Hmm. So they're from another planet. They're not. Uh, they're not from another dimension. No, that's. Uh, if they were from another dimension, the helmet wouldn't work. This is a real, the helmet's a real object. I mean, you can get, there's pictures of it all over StopAbductions.com. People didn't believe me, so I put pictures of me making the helmet. Right. There's, now, there's, now, there's, now, there's now, a lot of pictures of helmets. I bought an industrial sewing machine to sew the helmets. It cost me $1,600. That's a real sewing machine. Yeah. Now, Vera, this this is a real thing. It's been recognized by Wikipedia. Uh, let me let me read this to you. Uh, Velostat, the material that um, Mr. Lincoln is talking about, is a packing a packaging material impregnated with carbon black to make it electri- electrically conductive. It is used for the protection of items or devices that are prone to damage from electrostatic discharge. It was developed by Custom Materials, now part of 3M. Um, and it says other uses on Wikipedia. It is also used in thought screen helmets claimed to block uh, telepathy by extraterrestrial beings. Now this is on Wikipedia. Yeah, so I haven't read that. That's news to me. Yeah, this is this has been recognized. So uh, you know this this isn't just you saying this. This is this yeah. is actually being recognized by the by Wikipedia, the media. Huh. So. Um, this is this is very interesting. It's also used to store explosives. They line it with containers that they fill with explosives because it doesn't hold a static charge in grounds very quickly. Oh so my! It has unusual conductive properties. Let's not give any ideas to anybody else. It has. It has <laughs> now, there's one thing the article left out is there's a, there is a military specification to Velosat. It meets there's certain military specs for it because it's used to store explosives. It's also there's also another company in Canada called Linkstat that makes similar material. Now, now is this is this something we should all be like lining our homes with and and wrapping our cars? Is this is this something? No, we, just a hat is fine. A, a hat works better. A, a hat's the best thing to do. Linkstat does make, does make really wide stuff you can put on your house to stop uh, EMF. Some people are afraid of EMF. They think it might cause cancer. So Linkstat, I think, makes uh, 12-foot wide, wide rolls. <coughs> but I, I just get a 3-foot wide roll. Has any of your clients had any side effects they reported? Wait, but they're not, wait, but they're not clients. They're not, they, okay, they don't any, buy anything. Okay. Uh, I've had two people who got dizzy. And couldn't wear the helmet. But that's, that's about it. That's the only side effect. Mm-hmm. Okay, and in your website, it's really interesting. You also have a, an, a little article where it talks about alien weaknesses. I think it's important for listeners to learn. And you mentioned uh, vitamin C. Oh, yeah. I had a, a woman who uh, was able to kill her fetus. Uh, she She could feel this thing inside her. And she took a gram of vitamin C every hour and had an alarm clock. Uh, I don't know how long it took her to kill the the, uh, the fetus, but she killed two, two uh, hybrid fetuses like that, and the aliens were very angry with her. Um, evidently, they couldn't stop her. 
how did you know it was a, a baby alien and not a regular baby? Uh, well, she, she was being abducted. Um, well, that's a good question. How did she know that? Uh, well, if she hasn't had any intercourse, she would know that. I guess. You know, if it if it were something were there, uh, and I had another single woman tell me that. Uh, she could feel it kicking, and then they they took it from her when it when it was there for a certain length of time. And, and you hear totally you hear those off. stories. You hear those stories all over the world where women they say they 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 knew they were pregnant, and then like I don't know, I think four or five months. I don't know what month it is, but um, they remember the baby being taken away from them, and then it's right. like nothing happened. Then these people go you know, to hospitals and get tested, and then the doctors ask them, well, how many pregnancies you had? And the the, the lady, the, the patient, say none. And they well, you need to be honest because our test is showing that you had at least two or so many. And and, and you can you can find this on the internet. There's many cases out there. Uh, and what, what makes it interesting is that it's all over the world. It's not just right. a type of person, no p- people under a certain uh, belief or religion or nothing nothing has not it has nothing to do with anything it's a global uh phenomena it's a that's it's right happening everywhere. and these people don't i mean they they talk about these cases happening to them from even before the internet was popular so there's no way that they can learn this these things from other people they just well, well they've been here since about 1890 uh and and bud hopkins cases uh, go back, I think, to the 70s, maybe the late 60s, uh, and and Dave Jacobs uh, uh, wrote Secret Life, I think, around 1995. So it has nothing to do with Internet activity. Now, the other thing about this is they actually uh, take the woman and, and introduce the woman to their offspring, uh, and they found that that their hybrids had to have human nurturing, or they would die. And I've had uh, women report to me that the aliens took them to a room full of crying babies, and wanted them to tend to these crying, slightly strange-looking babies. Um, mm. So there, are, I'm sure we have many reports of that. But uh, a psychiatrists would have a field day trying to interpret. This phenomena, so it's been very difficult, especially since the aliens are good at erasing memory and erasing any any real evidence of their activity. Um, yeah, I've read many cases like that as well, where uh, supposedly they they need someone to give love and nurture these babies because they are not making right. it. Right. Um, right. They, I, go ahead. Another uh, weakness, another alien weakness you mentioned is perfume. Can you explain that? Uh, well, this is uh, this is an interesting thing. Dave Jacobs reports that the the aliens, at least the gray aliens, do not eat. They uh, he had a person actually see this on board a craft. They sit in a, in a vat of liquid and they absorb food through their skin. And the early hybrid babies were also fed by the aliens by painting. They painted nutrients on their skin, so they uh, they have a totally different metabolism. 
and evidently they're very sensitive to certain odors. And I've had one person, maybe more than one person, tell me they they actually uh, got got the aliens to go away by using a very strong perfumes, which the aliens don't like, um, which would make them really alien because something that attracts them they they find very offensive and poisonous. Uh, that doesn't sound fun. Uh, no, and they. I had another guy who said that he used sage. He burned sage all over the place, and, and that helped stop them. So evidently, some some odors are, are are poisonous to them, and they don't like them. Which also mm-hmm. indicates they don't they don't come down here with any real protective clothing. Hmm, that's a good point. So so. It, is the theory that they're they're just hanging out up there waiting to, to abduct us? Or? Oh no, they're working like crazy. They're working twenty four seven to create these these uh, these hybrids, uh, which they're making more and more like humans, and they're now coming to the earth, uh, trying to integrate into our society. At least that's what Dave Jacobs says. Now I do have one case of a woman who is teaching two hybrids how to drive her SUV in the middle of the night. Uh, this was in 2007, uh, so they they may have their spacecraft designed like vans driving on our highways um, in an attempt to integrate I- into our culture. And this, this is also confirmed by Incident in Exeter uh, when they talked about uh, UFOs following cars or staying on top of a car for like a half an hour when the car was driving and they didn't understand why they were doing that and evidently the the aliens were studying the car itself uh maybe they they actually got to duplicate it um or to get it to look enough like a car so it could drive on a highway and no one would tell so that was now four and a half years ago so they're they're driving around somewhere. What is? Uh, do you think the government is involved in this, or do you think the government is aware of this this problem? Uh, well, I think the government is aware of the abduction process. Uh, I don't think the government is involved in it because it's aliens doing it, and the aliens can do anything they want to do. Uh, so there's there's no involvement. Uh, the only involvement I can think of, and, and this relates to other other aliens and the and and uh, craft that have crashed, is they certainly want the technology, uh, and I think there are crashed UFOs in a lot of countries, and a lot of countries are working on the technology because if they have that technology, they would be the undisputed military power of the world. Right. So so exactly. they they're interested in the the technology, but. I don't think they uh, are involved in, in abductions. As a matter of fact, I think they're frightened of the aliens because they can't do anything to stop them. So what do you think will be the best solution to this problem? The best solution? Uh, well, the only thing in the world that works is the hat, so everybody's got to make a hat. I mean, I haven't been effective in doing that, although I get about 500 hits a day. Um, if I can get real evidence, then I'll get more people making the hat. But mm-hmm. that's the only solution that I know of, and we have to get evidence to, to get people to believe that it's a real phenomena, 
but in uh, but until we get evidence that's convincing the people uh it's it's always going to be ridiculed and denied uh so i just hope more people make helmets but they they haven't done that um it takes a fair amount of time to make helmets some people give up um if you go to my website there is a woman who actually made a helmet herself uh, so you can do that, um, but that's that's all we have that I know of. But I think the the, the government is actually frightened of them because they're so powerless. Well, do, do you think do you think this material is uh, alien technology? Do you think it came from? Oh no, Velocat is just earth? carbonized plastic. That's that's they explain carbonite plastic because uh, it just carbon you know, conducts electricity. They make spark plug cables out of carbon. They just uh, they they had a lot of problems with static electricity damage to components. Uh, they used uh, aluminized plastic, the mylar bags, um, and they had static electricity problems with people working on components. Uh, but they came up with Velostat because Velostat's a lot cheaper than the the uh, metalized bags. When I started this, I I made helmets with metalized bags. And it's ex- well, Velstat's expensive if you buy a roll, but when you buy the big bags, they'll they'll only sell them to you in lots of a hundred. And in in 1999, when I bought it, I had to buy a hundred bags, and they were a dollar ten cents a piece. So so just to make the hats, initially I had to bl- spend a hundred and ten dollars, and that's not including tax. To make the hats, so so it's it's hmm. expensive to do, and Velostat is a lot cheaper, and that's why they started making Velostat. Um, it does have different electrical properties than the Mylar. The, the aliens were actually able to penetrate the Mylar helmets after a while, uh, and people took them off. I did some work with Dr. Lear, wrote the the uh, aliens in the scalpel, um, and uh, they were able to penetrate those hats. But it's uh, the, the Mylar bags are, are more expensive than Velostat, at least twice as expensive. So part of it is is just they just made a cheap material, and and another thing is uh, human beings are pretty smart. Uh, uh, saying that something else helped us make it, I, I feel as it personally is an insult uh, that we can't do this. Uh, uh, microprocessors are our own invention. Uh, lasers are our own invention. Uh, LEDs are our own invention. Radio is our own invention. Uh, we have been working a long time. We've done a lot of uh, theory beforehand uh, in, in in coming up with technology. No, it's all our own. Hmm. And it's definitely but our own because the aliens never thought of the hat and they don't like the hat. If they're trying to control us, what if they're putting those thoughts into our heads to make those things. Uh, invention doesn't work like that. Invention takes an awful lot of work. Uh, you know, I, 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 I did research on this for months before I, I uh, came up with the concept and the material. Uh, to, to get E.E. Doc Smith's thought screen, I went from library to library, bookstore to bookstore, reading science fiction books because I thought somebody somewhere had an answer, but I did a lot of work on it. 
if you if you read Edison and see Edison, uh, Edison worked very hard on his inventions. Uh, all, all the inventors w- worked hard in developing their inventions. Uh, so, so this is it's very foolish, and it's also insulting. Uh, uh, we've been around for three million years. Uh, we've done a lot, uh, and we've invented a lot, and there's a, a tremendous amount of work in it. Uh, having been a, a, a technical writer for a high-tech company, uh, most people do not know how much work goes into cell phone technology. There are thousands and thousands of hours in developing software for cell phones as well as computers. You have no idea how much energy and time is spent developing all this software for all the computer products that we have it's 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 it you could even put it in the millions of hours so it doesn't work like that nobody gives us anything nobody gave the gave the wright brothers anything the wright brothers even made their own wind tunnel to test their airplane So you think it's just the human consciousness itself evolving? The human consciousness itself. And we have to protect that. Well, a patent protects that. Uh, We (laughs) have to protect the human race. And and right now we're in a lot of trouble because we have not been able to do that. The aliens have been able to cover up what they're doing and, and to eliminate people's memories of that. Um, b- despite endometriosis and strange marks on body and uh, your body and missing time, very little has happened. Uh, th- th- to me, the best evidence is, is what the children have given us, and if we start looking, there's going to be a lot more. That's why Aliens and Children is such an important website. Yeah, Much I, more I, important than com. Yeah, I do encourage everyone to at least check it out. It has a lot of interesting information if you're um, interested in the subject. Um, can you explain to our listeners how can they contact you in case if they if they need a helmet? Uh, well, just go to stopabductions.com and, and click on contact. Now, I have a long line of people waiting for helmets, and uh, I only have a weekend, and I'm married. I I, I can't make a lot of helmets. Mm-hmm. I, so I can't I can't promise any more helmets because I got enough people waiting now. You'll really have to go to stopabductions.com and make one yourself. Okay. It's, it's I mean I'm back up for a year here. <laughs> oh, the waiting list is a year. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I'm I mean I'm back up for a year. There's no there's no, and and I I work full time. Yeah. I can't yeah. make a lot of helmets. And now okay. with sewing them, a helmet takes me over four hours to make. Okay. If I make two helmets a weekend, that's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, to our listeners out there, if you want to learn how to make this helmet, you need to go to www.stopabductions.com. You also will get more information in aliensandchildren.org. And you can see all these drawings made by children who have experienced alien abductions. Mr. Menken, Thank you so much for accepting this interview tonight. Uh, thank you. We appreciate your your passion you. for this subject and uh, your willingness to 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 protect all these abductees that are out there suffering. 
um, we we really appreciate your time. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, for thank you. Okay. And have have a happy birthday. Thank you. Happy birthday. <laughs> thank you. Good night. Bye bye. Good night. Okay, so there you have it, everyone. Mr. Michael Menken. Again, the website is www.stopabductions.com. Um, very, very interesting interview tonight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't even, um, I mean, he made some interesting points, I have to say. it. I mean, we have to kind of, you know, stay in the background and all of this. I'm not an alien abduction expert whatsoever. Um, he come, he mentioned a few things that I not necessarily agree with him 100%, but, you know, that's his opinion. He's entitled to that. Um, I do admire his passion to protect uh, abductees from continuing experiencing this, this, this horrible event. Um, yeah, he, he, you know, the fact that he puts in his weekends outside of work to make these helmets, that's just, you know, that's amazing. I mean, yeah, that, that's, that's true That's true dedication and, and passion yeah. for, for the subject. And um, so, he's obviously get, being contacted by people. And um, also, it has to be really awkward for people to just, reach out to somebody and tell them, hey, you know, I'm experiencing this because they don't want to be called crazy. Exactly. They, they don't want to, you know, and, and like he said, there's a lot of cases where these memories or these events are recalled by, by people during dreams. So, of course, they're, they're just thinking, well, they're nightmares. But when they're happened for so long, it's like, how, are they real? Well, how do you explain that? And when your body starts having physical evidence of these things, like are those real? What 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 is that? Is it all in your head, really, or is it really happening? So, any anyhow, I like I said, I don't agree with everything. You know, you can get into really depth. There's a lot of reasons. I don't know where they're from. The point here is that he's making these helmets to help people. He makes them for free. So if anybody out there would just felt inclined as, as the, here on the paranormal show to uh, to provide this information to anyone out there who is maybe experiencing any of this and, and feels like maybe they want to reach out for help. And maybe even if it's not real and if it's in your mind, maybe the, having the helmet will help you sleep better at night, you know, like a security blanket. Even, I'm not saying it's not real, but it could be, Either way, it could help you feel better. So that's the only reason we decided to interview this man. Very, very interesting with lots of experience in uh, different areas. So so thank you again, Mr. Menken. Um, what do you think? Do you think you will want a helmet, Little Ninja? I'm willing to give it a try just out of the fact that I almost want to wish this upon myself that I hope that something contacts me, that they oh, get pissed at me. So don't say that. that. So That's that, ridiculous. Well, Why are you always doing but, that? Oh, you're the greatest marfaman. But then, but then you could 100% believe that the aliens are out there. Right? What What do you mean? Well, if if this if this helmet 
actually does provoke them and piss them off, and they come visit you. So you want to give a helmet just to provoke them? Then it no, would be great no, no, to, to then, be able to believe. What are you talking right? about? No. <laughs> That's just, No. No, no, no. Oh. This is I mean, it shouldn't be a joke. It shouldn't be. I know many people out there will be joking. But there are, there are so many cases, real cases of people who have experienced this. In fact, um in a couple of shows I don't have the schedule out here, but pretty soon we're going to be interviewing uh, a person who has been an abductee and she has a really amazing story and she there's also in the United States, believe it or not, several group groups of people that get together to talk about these experiences they have and it's like a ther- therapy group. Yeah. And it's amazing how some of these detailed memories and experiences match the others, other people they have they have never met, they have never uh you know, encountered before. So how how do you explain I'm not, I'm that? Not, I, I'm not saying I don't believe but I'm saying that it'd be nice to 150% believe to actually have my own experiences, so I can I can check that off the list. Do you want to experience so, an alien abduction? Is that what you're saying? Not an alien abduction, but yeah, why not just see an alien in front of you? But not if it's gonna cause you any damage. Don't wish that upon yourself. I'm not saying damage, but you know, if they want to get in a fist fight, we can we can do that. Oh, come on. I don't think, oh, my God, you know, oh, we should interview, what is the, Walt Travis, is that his name? Yes, you're right. If he hears you saying that, he will probably be really mad at you. You're right. You know, anyway, it, like I said, I said this earlier, this subject can be a joke for many people because it sounds very science fiction but I know that for other people it's very real. So I respect for those few people I uh, will not make any jokes today. I know I'm kind of glad Marfa Mendy didn't come over because he will be making a lot of jokes right now. Um, but anyway, this is... Uh, I'm, not, I'm not making a joke. I'm just saying that it would be, it'd be nice to see an, uh, an alien like in front of me. I would like to meet an alien who's nice. I would love to meet the, another UFO, physical UFO or light or being, alien. somebody from another planet, another dimension, anything. It will be lovely to meet somebody else. It's just like yeah. meeting somebody from another town. You know, they're, they come in peace and they don't want to, like you know, con- mentally control town. you. <coughs> yeah. We're talking about completely different subject here. We're talking about... What if it was real? What if humans, some humans are really victims? You know, what if there are aliens from other planets that are coming experiment on people? That's a, a violation. That's an absolute, complete violation. And who is protecting you? You're right. These people must be feeling helpless. And I'm just made this tonight show for these specific people that are out there suffering you know, victimized and and I admire people like Michael Mankin who's willing to help out with something, you know, like a helmet. He's putting his little, you know, two cents. He's he's helping. He's helping people. So, I love that. I agree. You're right, Vera. 
whether it's real or not, that's up to you. If anybody out there who has experienced anything and would like to share that with us uh, to make a point, you're more than welcome to contact us. Our website is www.veranormal.com. Uh, you can go to the contact us tab. Um, again, the website to contact Mr. Minkin is www.stopabductions.com. Um, thank you, everyone who listened tonight. Thank you. Yeah, we we're having we're gonna be having really good, really really good shows coming up. Um, I'm, I'm encountering more and more interesting people to interview, in the topics of everything. I won't spoil it, but uh, you can go to blogtalkradio.com slash normal and you can see our schedule. Um, anyone, please remember, we are no experts, just like paranormal fans. Be skeptical, but be open-minded, too. Let's continue the search for answers, little ninja. Oh, yeah. Thank you for tonight, everybody. And sweet dreams, and hopefully you don't encounter any critters tonight. Say your prayers before you go to bed. And get yourself a thought screen helmet. <laughs> Good night. Oh yeah, that's it for tonight. The Vera Normal Show. Little Nidge, Marfa Man, Vera Martinez. We're out. Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DGW report prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18+. Plus.